there was a video that I ran into on YouTube the other day, and it was the title was something like, "How much money does a producer make off of a hit song in 2018?" Or I don't know if it said in 2018, but it was like, "How much does a producer make off of a hit song?" So I automatically clicked on the video because this is the topic that I like to discuss, and I wrote a book about. So. The guy who made the video, I believe he's a up-and-coming producer, and he makes good YouTube videos. So I subscribed to his channel. He makes some good content. But in this video, he um, it was very misleading, uh, to say the least. He said that producers only are get three percent of a record, and he it was almost like a sympathy video, um, as if like producers are underpaid and they're not getting their full worth and um, I think he put up a number, something like twenty twenty five thousand dollars. He was saying a producer will make off a record, and he also said that producers only make three percent of a record. And uh, I, I I had to leave a comment under this video because this information was all wrong. It was completely wrong. Uh, producers make lots of money. Producers make lots of money off of uh, a hit song, and there's no limit to the amount of money that a producer make can make with a hit song, and I'm going to tell you why. But before I tell you why, I'm going to speak about the different types of uh, music royalties. Now, there's mechanical royalties, and mechanical royalties are like physical CDs, if you get records printed, actual physical, mechanical, uh, uh, like a mechanic has to use his hands. A, a, a mechanical royalty means a hands-on product was sold, and uh, usually... After the label pays a producer their producer fee to for the right for them to use the record, it's almost like you're giving them you're, you're giving them the right to use your copyright for a, a set amount of time, whatever. Or they may be buying the beat from you, and then you can negotiate a mechanical royalty percent. So I think that's what the guy in the video was trying to discuss. He was trying he he may have heard some information, he had it wrong, and he may have heard a producer got three percent of the mechanicals. So um, you know, that would be you know, three dollars on a hundred dollars. So, you know, that that's basically three extra dollars per a hundred dollars made on the album or you you that's something that can be negotiated. Uh, a contract can always be negotiated depending on your um, position or your management or whatever. You, you never really know how much somebody's uh, mechanical rate or producer mechanical. You would have to ask that person, and it's on a case-by-case -case basis. But the next type of uh, royalty is a public performance. A public performance is when your song is played on the radio and or it gets played on Spotify or you're at a bar and you hear the song get played on a jukebox. Anytime you hear this or you're at a, 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 a you could be at a concert. That's a public performance of the song. Every time that song gets performed, the writers of the song get paid. And a lot of people still got to confuse. Like it's all type of comments under this video. It is so interesting how confused people are about the music business. Um, a producer is a writer. When you, uh, and that doesn't mean, you know, they think when you say songwriter, you think you're talking about, oh, the guy who's actually writing down the lyrics or the guy who raps. And, but a, a song, a producer is a songwriter. So when I say a songwriter, I'm talking about a producer and the person who writes the lyrics. And music, music is written. 
music can be uh, written down on sheet music. So even if you're making a beat and you don't, you know, you're not conscious that you're writing music, you're actually writing music because music is keys and notes. And if you play a certain beat tone, that's a certain note and it can be written as notes and you could, uh, someone else can play those notes. So um, a lot of times when I, I talk about, I was talking about songwriters get this and that, uh, and I was actually talking about a producer and some guys like, he thought I was talking. People is just really confused. So public performance is when your song is played on Spotify or the radio. Someone also left a comment that said, you don't get money for radio spins in, in the U.S., which was a joke to me. That's the most, you get the most money from radio spins. Uh, I, I, it's so much misinformation. It's like, you should, you just, you got to read the comments in his videos. And these people are like talking bad about me, like I'm just trying to hate on this guy's video. The guy's video was great, but the information was wrong. As far as the presentation of the video, it was spectacular. But the information in the video was all wrong. You got these people looking at me like uh, I'm the sour grape when this guy's he's, he's giving bad information. Number three, the third type of synchronization uh, royalties. The, the third type is called synchronization. Synchronization is when your song gets synced on a, a TV show or on a commercial. They call it synchronization. Uh, these royalties are sometimes negotiated, uh, and you can sometimes you can make a, real, a lot of money off of sync. You know, depending on who's using your stuff, how long they're going to be using it. If your song is really key to their marketing plan, they may pay you a million dollars on a sync. So. Um, you never really know. You never really know how much money you're gonna make off a song, you know. And and let me tell you something. A hit song. People people get people people don't know. I want to tell you what a hit song is. A hit song is any song that makes you money. I don't care if it makes you a hundred dollars a month. That's a hit song because if you got a hundred songs that make you a hundred dollars a month, that's ten thousand dollars a month that you're gonna be making. You know what I'm saying? That's 120,000 a year. That's a hit. That's a hit. And 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 some people don't realize that. They um they think oh the hit is oh the song I heard. But to songwriters and producers, if it's generating anything, if it's generating ten dollars, that song is a hit because there's so many songs out there that don't generate no money at all. So if you got a song that even made you ten dollars. You got a hit. So be clear about when I talk about hits. Anything that generates money is a hit song. Um, four, the fourth type of uh, uh, music royalty is print music. Like I said, music can be translated into notes and it can be written on sheet music and it can be distributed and bands can read it and play your music. That's how. That's why when like someone goes to Jimmy Kimmel. They can, and, and it's like some rapper or whoever comes up, they can play it live because they're reading the print music. They're reading the notes. So those are the four types of royalties. And uh, like I said, the worlds, it, it differs in different situations. Like, for example, one time um, they used one of my songs in NBA 2K, one of the video games, and they was willing to pay a certain amount. So they may have been like, okay, we're going to pay 20000 And then you may have to split that up with three, four people. So, uh, or it might have been 100000 And so you never know what opportunities are going to come after you make the music. Music is like planting a seed. And 
it's just gonna make fruit. I mean, some plant, one plant may not bear as much fruit, but this other tree you planted may, you know, create uh, food for generations. Um, you never know how much a, mute, a hit song is gonna make. You never know. You could never predict that. And the best example that I could think off the top of my head is Whitney Houston's, not Whitney Houston's, but Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You song. Whitney Houston remade Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You country song 20, 25, maybe 30 years later, or maybe 20 years later. And Dolly Parton got a check all over again because Whitney Houston made her song again for the Bodyguard soundtrack. Do, do your research. Dolly Parton wrote that song. And Dolly Parton got all the money because she wrote that song. You know what I'm saying? And whoever helped her come up with the music, if, if, if her brother was one who was playing the guitar, he wrote that song too. He's considered a songwriter and both of them are going to get paid. And um, Whitney Houston, she makes, what she gets is a, as an artist, you get performance, you get money on performances, you get money from shows, but it's the songwriters who get the money. And also, the artist gets money off of mechanical. Artist may get some money off of mechanicals. It's all in your contract. You don't never know. You can never really say how much a hit song made unless that person who had that hit song calculated it for you and showed you all and did an audit of of all the information. There's no way to judge how much. There's no way to say how much a hit song is gonna make. You know what I mean? Like um, my uncle, he he made songs. Um, he has a hit song. Um, it, it, he made it in the 70s, and then Kanye, and then Daft Punk used his song. And he got paid when Daft Punk used it, and then Kanye took that song and made Harder, Faster, Stronger. And then, um, one the next few years later, Audi called him and said they was using the, Daft, the, the Kanye West song and the Daft Punk song. And my uncle was getting checks off that, too. He got a mil They split a million dollars off that. So, and, and that was a song he made 30 years ago. He's still, he's still eating off that song. There's no way for you to know how much a song is going to make. You, you can't say, you can't make a video and say how much a hit song makes because you don't know how much a hit song makes. And that's why the music business is so magical because you, it, it's unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen when you put that song out. You don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. That's what, that's, that's what I love about it the most. Very unpredictable. You don't know the response that the people are going to have to the song. You know, you, you know, I wrote a song. You know, I helped contribute to a song. And next thing I know, a few years later, it's being sung all over the world. You know what I mean? And I'm still getting checks off that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never, I couldn't predict that. I could, you know, there was no way I could predict the amount of money that I'm going to make off of a hit song. And like I said, uh, any song that generates money is a hit. Any song that brings money to your ASCAP account, it's a hit. I speak. I have another video where I speak more about uh, split sheets and um, how much a producer is entitled to. Um, a producer is entitled to more than 3% of a song. That's totally wrong. That video was wrong. Uh, shout out to Kayoko. I believe that's how you say his name for making the video, but the, the information is all wrong. And um, the truth is, uh, music songs are split. A producer is entitled to at least 50% of the song for making the music. And um, it can be negotiated. There was even a situation where I heard uh, the producer who made Gummo, uh, Pierre Bourne, he, he he heard the song later and he didn't know 6ix9ine was going to use his song. So he told him, hey, I want 75% instead of 50%. And he figured, hey, 
you have to give me what I want because I'll just tell you to take the song down if you don't comply. So, I mean, there's all type of things going on. You don't know what percentage people are getting. And I'm telling you, those radio spins and those streams, all that shit adds up. And you got streaming services in Russia, Germany, uh, Apple Music, and shit you, Deezer, it's shit you never even heard of. Like, you can never say how much money a song is going to make. i tell you one thing. Those producers who got hit songs, they're rich as fuck. They're rich as shit. And uh, we call it, and all I can say is stop pocket watching. Stop worrying about how much money the next man got and go get your money. Stop worrying about how much producers are making. Just get your money. Get your ASCAP account. Get your BMI popping. Don't worry about how much anybody else's hit song makes. I'm telling you one thing. I'm eating right now. And I know my next when the next ASCAP check come, I'm I'm good. You know what I'm saying? We buying more shit we don't need and we buying more music equipment and we're going to keep working on more songs. And to the people that, you know, they they crack jokes on me and they say, "Oh, Presley, oh, you only got uh you only got uh, a few thousand subscribers. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You don't know what you to look at your YouTube channel." Hey man, I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, worry about yourself. Get off my nuts. You know what I'm saying? Go buy my book. Uh you know, the truth shall set you free. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not out here making, telling you no lies. Uh, producers are rich as fuck, and they make a whole bunch of money off of a hit song. There's no telling the amount of money a hit song can make. Stop pocket watching. Uh, go subscribe to my podcast. Leave your feedback on this video. Go check out Kyoku's video with that nonsense he's making up. Shout out to Kyoku, though, for, you know, keep making them videos. But don't talk about... It's parts of the music business that you don't know nothing about because that video you just just is foolish. It's foolish. Producers out here getting rich off hit songs. That's how much money a producer get off a hit song. Millions and millions and millions.